Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. And we're back. Yeah, Welcome to Power Moves, moves episode 164. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you for choosing the People's Podcast. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, whoop, California, it's the host of the Hunk Podcast and the guy who tossed Will Smith salad. It's your baby brother, Mike Brido Bridenstine. What's up, man? It's your boy. It's your boy. Just a reminder that this Saturday I'll be doing the show live in Chicago on Saturday at the Lincoln Lodge Theater, 9 o'clock p.m., value priced at just 15 bucks, and Riding Shotgun will be by my Mick friends. My Mick friends, Brido, Adam Burke and Sean Flannery, who are oh. they are hilarious. They love booze. Ticket link is in the show description. Takes two of those Irishmen to replace you, Brido. Two of them. No, man. Uh, Burke does hunk oh, almost as much as you do. He's like the second, the person who's not the second most. Nobody is faster than him. Oh, they're both bangers. I mean, Flannery's a fucking legend. He's like a murderer. Of course, of course. But I'm just saying, Burke is the fastest gun in the West. I'm concerned to have two. I'm, I'm going to test it It'll out. It'll be great. It'll be great. I hope so. Although, I hope they carry the show for me <laughs> so I can sit back and make not a lot of diversity on that lineup. Well, I didn't book it. I didn't book it, and that's what they give me, and that's what I roll with. Not a lot of diversity on that oh, lineup. you're going to throw me under the bus for no diversity. I don't know anyone there. I know those two guys. <laughs> There's no one left. <laughs> I, asked, I asked 80s clown. I was like, hey, man, is, a, is Lisa Traeger there? Like, uh, and she's like, she lives in New York. I'm like, what? <laughs> fucking know where anyone lives? No, Traeger lives here. I think she lives both. Oh, oh maybe. It's, uh, yeah. During COVID, she was back in Skokie with her parents, but I think she's back in L.A. now. Maybe that's it. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. Where, you don't know where anyone lives anymore because no one has to be anywhere. <laughs> Everyone is Zoom. <laughs> it's all Zoom. It's all Zoom. Oh, you should get you should get Merrily. Merrily is the best. This is what I have. We're not adding any more to the show. No, I, no, no. You got enough. You got, I'm just saying not another diversity. I'm just fucking with you also. I just I'm just you know what? I'm I'm <laughs> jealous and I want and I want just to make you feel like fuck, shit fuck. for making me feel so you, bad. Don't be a fucking cunt, Brado. <laughs> I'm jealous. I've not been. This is your second show at the lodge. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm older. I'm older. Let's dig through the junk drawer. There's a lot of stuff that happened this past week. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I didn't do the show last week because you do. You did greatest hits. My parents were in town. So two weeks. Cherry picks. Yeah. But last week, there's a lot of stuff. First off. I, this was heartbreaking. Uh, Taylor Hawkins passed away. Yeah. Yes. 52 years old, drummer for the, for the Foo Fighters. A guy yeah. that I like liked. I think everyone liked him. Whether you yeah. like... Foo Fighters aren't like... I'm sure there's some people's favorite band, but they're not like a favorite band kind of band. They're just really good, and they have a bazillion really good songs, and yeah. no one ever has a hard opinion really one way or the other. I'm sure if you're a fan, then you do, but... 
that dude was really cool. And I'll tell you when I started to like that guy was it's MTV Cribs. <laughs> he's not like super big time famous. He's still like just hanging out. And I think the guy was always kind of that way authentically. But dude, like liked Queen a lot. I remember he liked <laughs> Queen posters and stuff. He's like, oh, fucking oh, Queen's funny. super cool, man. He's just hanging out, <laughs> drinking beers, and like, like some of those MTV cribs were great. Like, the ones that were authentic were the best. The Red Man, oh, Red Red Man, was the, the Sean classic. Sean William Scott. Yes, was, like those were the best. And I saw a headline recently. He got paid $8,000 to be an American pie. That's nuts. But now we know that that sort of thing is uh, absolutely true. And you can hear more yeah. gripings about the entertainment industry on the, <laughs> on the pregame show on Patreon if you're, if you're a subscriber. But we come up with a solution to the problem, just so you know. We have a solution. Did. It involves it, it's two things. You get emails and then what is it? <laughs> You'll get the you first. First, you get the the email. <laughs> then you get the phone number. <laughs> then you get the, the money, the power, the women. That's exactly how it works. That's all you need to be a great in show business is to have a, everyone's email at different net uh, production studios. Different, different actors. You need their phone numbers or their yeah. email. First, you get the email, and then you take the five percent. Then you get the five percent. Then you get the assistant. And then you get the Tesla. Then you get the Tesla. And you email them from the Tesla. I I read that they did searches hotel room and they found opioids and various other things and that's just it, it it's a two-part thing it bummed me yeah. out but yeah. but it again we say this all the time on the show don't do hard drugs say it all the time don't do hard drugs you can have a cheeseburger you can drink a thousand bud lights eat a pint of ice cream sip some whiskey smoke tons of weed you know enjoy your life don't you you can do stuff like that if you want to just above all else, don't do hard drugs. If you want to, I don't care. It doesn't bother don't, me. It doesn't no bother fentanyl me. in your 50s. No fentanyl in your 50s. That is a bad combo. Yeah. Sadly, his death made me feel better about myself. And I told text to do this. And it's selfish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's selfish, but it does like it puts things into perspective like i'm not rich i'm not famous i'm not super successful but my bills are all paid i don't have to oh, well, what i didn't tell you is that it is a cliche but oh if you had made it you would be dead i would be dead oh you'd be fucking dead i think i would i think i would have either i would either have been dead or killed myself like, cause I don't want which to, would, which would make you dead. Also, I, yeah, I don't want to tour. It's not good for me, sober no. or not. Like, that's not no. good for me. Whatever that is, my brain does not like to process that. And I made it through a lot of things that could have killed me. Just anyways. <laughs> no, you just need to be the Mike Judge of Michigan or <laughs> Chicago or wherever you want, Portland, wherever you want to land. But you should not tour. No. Period. 
sporadic shows are fine, but none of this like, I'm going to 58 cities in the next two months, baby. Unless, unless you got a, like a, like, unless you got one of these like big vans. Oh, a tour, a tour bus would be fantastic. I could do that. If you got me a Madden cruiser, I'd be plenty happy. Uh, just yeah, yeah, cause I yeah. could just go in the back and sleep and zone out and get, you know, get some rest. But flying commercial burn to be dead. Oh God. And just like, I suppose you could do like a, if you were in a private jet or like in a chartered plane, maybe, but sure. But it's still like the loneliness and the just bad lifestyle that you have. Like I don't yeah. sleep well anyway. Number one problem for me. I don't sleep well. I just don't booze, no booze, weed, no weed. It, I, I have a very fine balance of what makes me sleep and a certain time I go to bed and can, it takes me like an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours to fall asleep. So well, as somebody that used to have a bedroom right outside of yours, why do you always have power tools going in the bedroom? <laughs> power tools. Why do you always have that bandsaw running? Welcome to power tools. No. I don't want. I don't need that. I just need to stay alive and eat cheeseburgers and watch sports and drink some beers. Golf spots. That's a, start. That's a burn snores really loud joke. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I thought that was a joke. Like, I, why you can't sleep? Of course you can't. There's power tools. Yeah, who can sleep with your snore going on? Oh, that's what Christ. I want to know. Well, that's probably because I was I was anebed. When you go to sleep drunk. <laughs> anebed? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard you say anebed. What? That's my, that's my new favorite one. Anebed. <laughs> oh, anebed. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that get me? I've never it's, heard it's, you say it's that. It's newish. It's only a couple months old. Oh, keep it. <laughs> oh, it's no kept. No notes. It's kept. It's already... <laughs> Carl already says it. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And it's funny that some people, they don't need it explained. Like, they get it. Like, I was inebed. <laughs> like, I-N-E-E-B-E-D. Inebed. Oh, I, oh, I love it. Inebed. <laughs> also, at the, also, at the time, right after Taylor Hawkins had passed away, uh, I sent you an excerpt of the book that I wrote about, like, a comedian that doesn't want to be famous even though everybody kind of thinks that they're a genius yes yes and that fucked you up too right or, it, it 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 didn't fuck me up as much as it made me i liked it i i i liked yeah. what what and it's about Dwayne kennedy very Dwayne kennedy very yeah. um beloved chicago comedian who had bits of success here and there and probably had potential to become a big superstar, but just kind of right. chose to do his own thing. And he's mentioned he has some regrets, but I hope he doesn't regret it too much because he'll never not be cool. You'll never get pinched. Right. You'll never get some accusation. You'll just be forever cool. And that's really lasting. And that's what really counts in the end is like, does everyone still love you? It's not the big house you bought. It's did you maintain your integrity and live forever in everyone's mind as this God on stage? What happens to the people that made it fast, but kind of dirty and no one ever like they don't have any close friends. <laughs> There's, you know, the people I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> like they're not loved by anybody, but they are successful. Right. No one no one's got they don't have any buddies. There's a lot of people we know that are like super fucking famous. They don't have friends. They don't have people right. that really like them that are like brothers to them. They're sisters. No, every, they're, they're just, everything is transactional. Everything is. They're, they're uh, just, just ro- a, robot entertainment machines with yeah. no soul. And a lot of that is helped by being just laser focused on only caring about success and not yeah. maintaining any uh, relationships that are very, that are real <laughs> with other people. Right. Right. Think, it's, it's fucked. I think for me, like in, this is something that a lot of people struggle with is you don't know when you've had enough. Like you need to know when you've had enough. Like you talk about when you quit drinking, you knew when you had enough that last time you drank, you had enough. That was it. You knew you had enough and you walked away from booze and said, that was it. I've had enough. It's over when you don't, when you don't walk away from enough is when you die in a hotel room down the road. Right. Like it was, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. Like this dude was 52 years old. Worth $50 million. Hot wife. Great family, I'm assuming. Probably a couple beautiful homes. Lived on a beach. Right. Who knows? One yeah. biggest, arguably the last standing big time rock band. Beloved by his bandmates. Beloved yeah. by any sh- any show they would play. They are gods on stage. And it wasn't- and before that, he was the drummer for the biggest star in the world. He's Alanis Morissette. <laughs> biggest star in the world she was for like was she a not? hot second he no one well cares. that's when he was the drummer well i don't think he if he'd never gotten the foo fighters he'd be walking around like man i was a drummer for alanis morissette wow man I, why not i guess jagged little pill is massive shut the fuck up i'm never watching that shitty show that they put on hbo i watched like five minutes of it oh it's, it's not good. good it's not good, good. It's not good. It's it's like it's low end of the totem pole for whatever those <laughs> shows are. That's the one you don't watch. Is the I turned Alanis off D. Morissette. I turned I turned off DMX. I put on Alanis Morissette, fully expecting to not give a shit, and it drew me in, and I watched the whole thing. Well, I can't do it. I would watch it. Okay. I, I make. Right. I will consider it because uh, I'd like to see. Not the, a lot of uh, diversity on that uh, Lincoln. Oh, go, Jesus fucking Christ! Well, if Alanis Morissette is not. I like that those are fine songs. I don't give a fuck. It's like, Isn't it uh, ironic? It's not interesting. Alanis Morissette is not interesting to me. I only like <laughs> WCW wrestling and Budweiser. That's it. I only like two things. All right. And okay. porno. I like porno, WCW wrestling, okay. and okay. porno. That's okay. it. But the dude didn't know right. when to walk away because he he probably felt like he was letting people down and the dude was suffering from drug addiction. Now he's got to fly to Columbia and it's like, God damn it, I got to do this show. But like, you know, I got to have a good attitude about it. And I got to And he probably should have just said, fuck, guys, I can't do it. I'm sorry. This is embarrassing. But I can't do this for like a long time. I need to go home and couldn't. And because of for whatever reason. They canceled the rest of their tour. I know that. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that guy's uh, beloved to those dudes from what you hear. Oh my God. 
and Dave was a, obviously a drummer, so he's going to yeah. be extra fucked up. I don't know why he's. I mean, but yeah. Oh man, it's it's terrible. And do you think that how if we haven't been in COVID for the past two years, do you think that guy dies? Is a question. Like, does mm. does he is he acting extra? Because he's been no, maybe, but I feel like you can't. People are mentioning that with with the thing that we're going to talk about from Sunday that people know, but like how much of COVID affected fucking the Oscars? Like I don't know. Sure, I mean, there's a lot of talk of like the way that people have been mentally affected. I I was mentally affected by COVID. I felt miserable when I lived in Los Angeles and I couldn't go do anything. Golf was the only thing that I had. And other than that, I was just draining booze and filtering it through my body. People drank more. Um, People are social. uh, And that's why they act civil because they're, they're so they have to be around other people, but when they don't have to be around other people, they quit being social and sociable and they act like fucking pieces of shit. Yes, you, it changes. You're you're not acting the way that you should in order to operate in a functional society. And I and I I had like mental breaks where like if somebody didn't message me back, I hated them. Right, because I st- I still have that a little bit. You like, had nothing, you but I think that I think that COVID has made that escalate where people don't feel the need to text back immediately anymore and i don't know what it is but i think that's a covid carryover maybe because now people like they don't say hey i can't i'm busy they just don't respond now right i i i immediately if someone doesn't respond to me i worry that they're either a dead or b hate my guts for something that i texted them the last time we spoke (laughs) But that's just like a new socially acceptable thing is to not respond with like a no and an excuse. If the answer is no, you just get a non-response. I Now I tend to wait until my day has slowed down and I have a specific time to go through all of the texts that aren't pertinent. Unless it's just idle buddy chit chat or I forget for the most part any businessy type stuff. Or if I'm just busy, I don't give myself the anxiety of responding immediately. And I don't know if it's because my surroundings are different and it's slowed down and I don't feel this anxiety at all times of needing to get everything done now, 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 because traffic and everything's chaos. Now it's so slow that like after the Taylor Hawkins thing happened, I was in the uh, Menards hardware store parking lot eating a Burger King cheeseburger and there was no traffic on the way there. And I thought to myself, you know, you don't ever stop and think out loud and admit to yourself that you are happy because that bothers you. Mm. And I had had enough of Los Angeles. I had enough. I didn't need any more. I didn't want any more. I like yeah. the people there and I like the food and the stuff and the golf and the buddies, but I didn't want any of it anymore. I did not like, right. it wasn't good for me. Right. And it's scary to admit to yourself, like, 
maybe I'm just happy in a small town going to this gro- this fucking hardware store. And I, I, I thought, when's the, like, there were years when I didn't have this pressing anxiety on my chest at all times. And I just didn't. I was like, I'm just really happy to sit here and eat this cheeseburger. And then I'm going to go in there and I'm going to buy some. I'm going to get a new toaster. And then I got some Powerade. And I got some fizzy water and some like snack chips of some sort. I forget. Some combos or something. I'm having a good day. That's good. I mean, yeah. But I had to admit, I have to admit to myself out loud, like, no, you've had enough. You you had enough. What do you miss the most? What do you miss the most about L.A.? There was nothing. See, here's the thing is when I left, there wasn't anything for the most part. And I didn't do yeah. anything. I went to once in a while. I went to Dunkin Donuts. I played golf at a diff- few different places. I went to this thrift store, which I would go in with a mask on and be like, fuck, I got to go in fucking here. I need I can't I need to go inside a store. I know you're not supposed to. But that was it. I like the weather. And the pals, which we, you know. You don't see everyone that often, especially at during COVID. You just rarely saw anyone. So Do you I, know what I think? Would, I think that two things would help you like it more. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> no, but no, it's no, it's not. There's two things that would help you to like LA more, and one is you get the email. <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing is you get the number. <laughs> Then you get the money. No, I don't care. Then you get the women. <laughs> and you get the power. I don't want. I don't. I'm not being fooled again. I'm not being fooled with this LA shit. It's you not get the email. <laughs> you get the number. Fuck. I don't want it. No, it's. You get the women. Not getting any. No one's getting the emails. No one's getting the phone numbers. And no one's getting the email. No one's giving me any money. And I'm poor. You get the email. These beers are two dollars. You get the number. I don't need Tesla. I don't want a Tesla. I don't even like them. You get the assistant. I don't want an assistant. I just want to be left alone. You come back, you know it. Let's talk about the, let's talk about Come. the slap. Let's talk All about right. the slap. All right. It's it's so old by the time this There's comes new shit out. that's out. There's new shit that's out today like Chris Rock has a fucking show tonight in Boston. Yeah, I know he's going to be out and around and he's coming about 45 minutes away from here. I thought about going and I'm like, I don't got to go. He's not coming to LA till November and I'm like, fuck, that's a long time from now. Right. But he's got to talk about it. The the Academy today said that they asked him to leave and he refused. Will Smith. They asked Will Smith to leave. Yeah. He was like, no. <laughs> and then like, what are we going to do? We can't drag yeah. him out with security. You could have. They could have. You could. Oh, my God. If it, you name it, if anybody had run up there and slapped Chris Rock, they're like, I refuse. There's a lot of people that would have gotten kicked out. And I think that to his benefit, he is not, doesn't have a track record of being a psychopath. I think if it was like Joaquin Phoenix or somebody who's like a little... Oh, M- a little, Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson would be gone. He would be gone and never brought back. But he was also winning. So you're going to take away... You're going to kick out the guy who is the anchor you, of the you, whole show? I, I think that you do. 
I think that it would have just caused more, brought more attention to it, which I don't think maybe it's not even possible. But it's a good it's point. Not, it's not even possible. Sh- should he be kicked out? Yes. A thousand yes. fucking percent. If you went into McDonald's and you slapped somebody, you'd get kicked out of McDonald's. If you went into Applebee's, slapped somebody, kicked out. If you out. did that on a Dave Odd show, you'd be kicked out. <laughs> right. If you did it anywhere. If you did it at a back backroom bar, the rowdiest comedy show in town. If you slapped a comedian in the face, you're kicked out. Oh, it set yeah. a bad precedent. It's they all and they they gave him an award and they all stood and fucking cheered for him. I can't believe I can't they believe that happened. That's the insane part is he's up there crying and he's like, I did it to protect women. <sighs> oh my god, I'd never have it I think since Hogan dropped that second leg on Macho Man, and he went NWO. I don't think I've ever turned on anybody that like 180 degrees like that. He, um, I did not watch his acceptance speech because oh, it, God. I can't stand it. I can't. I bet it's too cringy. He, oh my God! You have no idea. Whatever you think it is, whatever you think it is, I it's ten times worse. Uh, he seems unhinged. He seems not right. Don't don't you think he looked not right in the eyes? Like something's when he's yelling the second time he yells, "Keep my wife's fuck name out your fucking mouth." The second time he yells that, it's like, oh Jesus! Like he yelled it a second time. Something is going on in your life that is causing you a lot of distress to act out that way. I know. Because I have acted out in the way that Chris Rock acted out in very close to that way multiple times. The way Chris Rock acted out. Chris Rock. uh, The way Will Smith acted out. I have acted out in that way. I've lost. No, you haven't. I have lost my temper. Okay. Once. Not in a a tuxedo. Once at Tex, I lost my fucking mind. Okay, I remember that. I was there. Mm-hmm. Followed. You're, I, I yeah. was heckled. I lit them up. They said bad things. Yeah. I followed them outside. That was a yeah. very low point for me. I was going through a lot of shit in my life you're at going that time. A, you're going through a breakup. I uh-huh. That's around the same time that I lose my mind on stage at uh, the improv where okay. I am banned yeah. from the improv for three months because I lost my mind because I was... Drinking too much, not sleeping, going through an emotional uh, time with a breakup as well. <laughs> wow, I saw that one also. I was also there for that. Yeah, we are always together. But if you ask, if, if you ask, if you ask a uh, male comedian, it, it, males, if they've ever had somebody run up on stage or you thought you were in physical harm, it's like a hundred percent. I feel like, I feel like when you have a relationship that is having severe, severe problems. You almost tend to um, go bigger about like, don't talk to my girlfriend that way. That's my wife. And that's him posturing to her. I think that he feels, I think that he's been emasculated. He's been emasculated by her. And he wants her to look at him 
in a different like light, a young, like a young virile man. And and everyone else, he he wants to be portrayed as being a person who is strong enough that that doesn't bother him, and they're past it. And you can see how tough we are together, and how our relationship is better than ever by the way that I stand up for my woman, who wasn't even sitting by him. I apologize if you're listening to this and you're like, we've heard enough about this Will Smith shit, but me and Bridal have not discussed it. So yeah, this is the first time that we've talked about it together. Do you think that he, okay, so there's, there's truthers out there. Will Smith, the, I talk about this on hunk this week, but the, the stage and the people sitting are way closer this year Mm -hmm. than before, because we were taking so much time for the walk up. Yeah. He was right there. He was right right there. (laughs) That was right there. That was that that, right there. He was, he was a fucking sideline at the Laker game, wandering out, smacking Kobe in the face, like right there. In his mind, is Rock supposed to like run away or somebody's supposed to hold him back? Hold me back, bro. And is he supposed to yell, keep her name up? Because he's up there, beelining right to him. And Rock is like laughing. Like, do you think that he's already decided that he's doing it when he's up there? Yes. I think it was scripted in his head, the whole thing. I think he plotted it out. I think that. He had, he's like, build it up. And, you know, when you think about something over and over and over again and you just, it makes you matter and matter thinking about it, you get kind of shaky, like, I'm going to fucking do this. Fear fucking does this again. And he was waiting for Jada to get tagged. That wasn't something that happened, just snap judgment. I think So he's, he's like 2016. He doesn't get nominated for a concussion. Chris Rock says Jada boycotted. The Oscars, uh, she's on a TV show. That's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. Nobody invited you. Yes, yes. And so he's like, he fucking... So Jada's upset in the house, and she's tagging this friend of her son's, and he's like, man, fuck, it all started with that shit. Yeah, he was already steamed. He was steamed when they left the house. I bet when they left the house, she was like... I don't want, if he's going to say something, he's like, oh, I'll take care of it. And like, you know, he's tired of being treated like a bitch. And this was his time to go get up there. And he, you know, this built up from something. But this his whole build career up. has been, has been calculated, orchestrated. He has a publicist. She has a publicist. They've publicly decided to go, go public with their open relationship it all has to have been so carefully stage managed. The, the whole thing is so clean, too. He, it is very clean. It's the, he, the slap and the quick sl- walk the, back? The qu- perfect walk up, the perfect guise of laughter, the smile came with a smile instead of the anger. And then the way the slap yeah. is choreographed is incredible. It's a perfect slap. Like the pose, yeah. the follow through. It's like a golf yeah. swing. It's like a per- yeah, he has like it's like a yeah. fucking golf swing. Like everything, yeah. the mechanics of a golf swing are so exact that it looks perfect and beautiful when done correctly. And he pulled off something that is would make a professional wrestler look like a slop factory. Guys who do that for a living over and over again. It was a perfect sell. It's real, but it was fucking perfect. And the way that there's no us complete distrust from everything now, you can't help but think, 
Well, that's fucking staged, but it's not because it's a career suicide move. It doesn't really. Benefit- Do you think it is career suicide? Okay, so no. oh, let me stick a pin. Let me stick a pin in that for a second. The career suicide part, because okay, so are you saying it's real? Yes, right. Yes, I'm saying it's real. It is not career suicide, but I don't think it behooves him. Right. When if you're Chris Rock, like. Does it kind of look like when he gets slapped, when when Will Smith does a follow through, does it kind of look like Chris Rock is about to throw a punch? Um, I mean, that would be your your natural reaction. Your natural reaction would be like, oh, shit. What happens then? If you- what I mean, like what happens if Chris Rock goes down? What happens if Chris Rock, if, if he evades the slap and rock tags him with a jab be very bad for society it would be very bad what happens you don't want to see that no one wants to see that that type of that that escalation of violence would be so disastrous so it actually in terms of him going up there the slap came so fast that chris rock he he had his hands behind his back so he didn't even like block it or anything it happens all so fast and so shockingly that him being up there, it actually goes about as good as it can possibly go. Right. Correct. And my favorite part of the whole uh, scenario is Chris Rock has this moment and he says, I could. And he just, could, yeah, he, he could. That he was, could. that was the ultimate form of, of self-restraint that I think I've ever mm-hmm. seen from somebody mm-hmm. because it wasn't that he could mad f- respect. It, to Chris it was not that he could physically destroy him. It's he's that- got nuclear fucking weapons <laughs> locked did, and loaded. He did not pointed at you and your wife. He did not push the button. His finger was on the button. My, he could like that Q-tip song. My finger is on mm. the button. The devil on the shoulder going push the button. Uh huh. He could have. Star- he could have started doing. Chris Rock strut around the stage and just unleashed a fury that would have made Will Smith just dust because that's he a, could that have a trained annihilated. That is a trained killer that with that microphone, that is a man yeah. who, who is a seasoned veteran. That man knows how to kill you in ways that he doesn't say on stage. He has, he has, mm-hmm. he has weapons that he does not get out because they're too strong. He does not want to push the button. He could have just lit them up for imagine if he goes why commercial don't you keep, break. Uh, they could have went to commercial break. He's still bagging them, bagging them. <laughs> the, the phones because the phones are recording. The phones yeah. don't stop. The, that would have been seen by everyone in some way, oh. shape, or form. And oh. and. Smart enough that he knows there's no payday in that. There's Mm-mm. all he's going to look like is come after. He's going to come off as an asshole to some people, not all, but to some. And he knows that the payday is in that next special he drops and his tour dates. They'll begin tonight, which they'll be all sold out. And I guess they are getting jacked up as far as the pricing goes because people are scalping. Well, he's them. also he's touring with Kevin Hart. The chances of this not selling out were already zero well sure yeah they're, they're gonna be fine the thing that i keep coming back to is what is the reason that that comedians come out and tag these celebrities and it's to my in my opinion i would argue that this night 
is so pretentious, over the top, pretentious. These are perfect celebrities. They look perfect. This is their biggest night in their limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheel and dealing lives. And a motherfucker has to come out and humanize them to the rest of America who might start rolling their eyes and being like, these fucking people take themselves so fucking seriously. And then he comes out and he's like, Javier Bardem's got to got to win or he's like, you're going to be on. He can't win or he's got to be on the couch. And then like they laugh. Ha ha. That's like a humanizing relationships joke. And then he tags her for her shaved head. Thinks it's going great. And he gets slapped in the face, proving that these people have lost their fucking minds. Yes. Well, essentially, it's like a roast. Shows like that have become, it's a roast. It's Ricky Gervais. Yeah. It's Chris Rock. It's whoever coming out to roast people. It's Mm -hmm. it's no longer a monologue. It is a straight Mm -hmm. up roast. And, and that's what you get for having your life. You're a public – the people defending her, like, well, my wife, your wife isn't a public figure. Well, your wife isn't a public – and you don't have $400 million. Well, I think that they need to have that aspect of the show because otherwise there's no real reason to tune in because the general public hasn't – movies aren't the same way that they used to be when it was must-see movie and you went on Friday. Right, right. And you got popcorn. Yeah. You went every fucking Friday. Sometimes you went on a Tuesday. If it was a new movie and it was kind of big, it was probably good and it was a blockbuster you were going to see it. Now, most people, they're just watching binge TV shows on flicks or – HBO or whatever, and they didn't. They don't watch half of the new movies, so there's nothing relatable or reason to cheer for anyone or have Oscar parties where you make the picks. Remember, you used to make a pick like it was a bracket, and you'd watch it because you saw the movies. That doesn't happen anymore. So now all you have is well, tune in. At least you get to see all these celebrities get cut down. And I will say that on Hunk, we made a hundred percent correct predictions, except we did not predict the slap. 100% correct I have no idea. I haven't seen half of those movies. I think even the fact that Will Smith won for that role is just like, that's where we're at. Because it's he's good in it, but it wasn't like this highly lauded, oh my God, his performance is jaw-dropping. No, a lot of people thought he sucked in it, to be honest. A lot of people did. It's not like... The performance of a lifetime, like, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know how he transformed himself into that, but (laughs) yeah, no, he did like a he did an he did a voice, an affectation, and he wore short shorts and he's kind of a crabby dad. It wasn't like like it looked like an SNL sketch. Yeah. And I enjoyed that movie a lot. I liked it, too. And I used to to like him a lot. It's a sports movie. I still like him fine. (laughs) I'm not going to. That's the thing. I'm I'm done. I'm not done. done. I'm not I'm done. done. I'm not done because I I can't. I I need to separate. I can't. I can't like. No, he's a fucking. You watch. You know what? You didn't watch his fucking acceptance speech. That's no. why. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. That's that's fucking why. Watch it. I mean, that's watch it instead of his next movie because you're not going to watch both. Something's off. You're Something... going to watch that acceptance speech or you're going to watch his next movie because you're not going to watch both. I might be able to forget about it. All okay. these half these actors okay. are all dick bags anyway. It's not like I'm gonna. God, I almost want to make you pause the fucking show and have you and sit here 
while you watch this goddamn thing. Are you willing to do that? No, absolutely not. I'll watch it later. I promise God I'll watch it. it later. You promise you'll text me? Yes. Promise I'll text you. Thank you. I'll watch it. I'll eat 20 milligrams of um, uh, sour cherry weed gummies, and then I'll put it on. Okay. Fine. And I'll try to really digest it. I'm sure it's readily available somewhere. I don't. I don't think another comedian should do the show ever again. I think it, they. Sh- I watched Eric Griffin's response in the car, and I was like, "That seems right to me." He's like, "No." He's like, "R.I.P. Comedy at the fucking Oscars." These people have proven <laughs> that they're too self-important. They just want to like suck each other off and give each other awards, and don't want to have to take any fucking shit. That's how it's going to be. Well, I'll tell you who's going to go do that. Um, still do it is anyone who wants the money <laughs> because yeah. no one fucking cares. Oh, yeah. Amy Schumer, you don't want to do it again because Chris Rock got hit in the mouth. Do you like $5 million? Oh yeah. You want to do it now. Okay. That sounds great. Well, we'll see you then. <laughs> Write some mean stuff. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> and then some, uh, whoever's going to host it is already going to have that tongue in cheek. Like, well, I hope no one brought their bro- boxing gloves today. <laughs> oh my god! Could be some shit. And you know, and you know, they're going to present an award together next year, and it's like, or whatever. I, I, I bet mean, the, I Bret, bet, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels get back together. I bet they go back to safe. I bet they go back to like Steve Martin or like Billy Crystal or something, who's just going to like you know, a couple good natured jabs in the ribs, just you know, hey. You got more money than God type of jokes. Like, how about how great you are jokes? <laughs> oh, your your hair looks really cool. And Scientology is the way to go. <laughs> I, I, You know what? I was trying to think of what would make, what would have made something even worse happen than a slap. Like, what would have gotten the full on oh, just a fit, straight. straight up uppercut or a straight jab to bust his nose? I was like, here's what it is, Brido. Uncle Fester. If he would have said, if she, if he would have said, and uh, here's uh, Jada Pinkin Smith is here, and I, oh, Jada's starring in uh, the new Adams Family remake as Uncle Fester. He would have fucking, he would have taken his belt off and tried to oh, choke him. To death. Just whipped him, just fucking put him over his knee and belted him. Choke, just ow, ow. <laughs> Jada. I love you. The new oh fucking Telly Savalas is here. Yeah. No, Uncle Fester's the best. Daddy, Uncle- oh Will Dilbert, Will produces Annie. Looks like Jane is going to play Daddy Warbucks. Everybody, <laughs> that's good too. I mean, there's a lot. I think yeah, Jane was the softest ball you could have thrown. So I mean, famous, famous, hideous woman Demi Moore. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, the tra- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be talking about this for years. I know there's still more gas in the tank, but we can have the whole show be this discussion because it can, it could go on for two hours. Uh, trucker convoy ended. No one uh, knows what anyone wanted about <laughs> that ended. Nobody knows. They have, they have they have shitty. They have they're Nobody, overregulated. Uh, their lives are uh, shitty. Nobody knows. Nobody. Know, no one ever found out. <laughs> they never. No one ever said. I'm I'm for the truckers. I don't like. Yeah, they're in a, they're in their fucking trucks by themselves. They, they, what do they need masks for? Jesus I, Christ. Oh, I know that. I I know that. But there's a lot of it. Like I don't. It's like no one ever said really blatantly in alignment with that of. 
like what exactly do you want it was a whole bunch yeah. of stuff i don't think yeah. a lot of them even knew either it was like we're gonna take on our jobs take they're our just jobs. over they're over regulated and they treated like shit and a lot of them like yeah it sucks a lot of them have to go to rest rest stops where everybody's sucking and fucking away the night. <laughs> but no, no one ever really <laughs> gave that any attention. I feel almost bad. Like in Canada, it was a big deal. I think here, no one cared. Like here, no one cared. Nobody yeah. cared. The news didn't care. Is the thing. The, the news didn't give us two shits. Even like your conservative news channels. They really didn't care. They paid attention to because there's so much other I'm actually, stuff. I'm actually shocked you're bringing it up. I don't even know like what to say about it. Like I don't like what. I happened? just I just really like saying nobody knows. <laughs> what did, you, what did they right, want? Right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody. I don't really know. I don't know. Nobody knows. I guess I don't. You don't have to wear a mask. I don't give a fuck. Is isn't COVID done? Like isn't for the most part done? I don't see any masks going on. Is that just where I live? There's just no COVID. I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's literally like there is no COVID here <laughs> for better or worse. Like it, mean, it was real yeah. light before, but now it's just like, this is just done. No one talks I don't about even it. No, I don't know the rules anymore. I walk in and I go mask. No. Okay. And uh, sadly, uh, Bruce Willis it will not be acting anymore. Well, actually, I guess it's good for Bruce Willis's look. Uh, the recent fair he's put out has been pretty much straight to DVD pieces of garb, but aphasia. You want know aphasia is, Brido? Uh, my friend Brendan McGowan's father had it, and it's a slow mental decline. It's not fun, but I guess a lot of the parts that she that he was gonna do, I gave it away. Are now gonna go to Jada Pinkett Smith. Ooh, <laughs> that would have been good if you got that out smooth. DJ, bring that back. But I guess a lot of the roles that he was gonna do are now gonna go to Jada Pinkett Smith. There it is. There it is. <laughs> A little more diverse. <laughs> Doritos bags, Brido. They will now have five fewer chips thanks to inflation. What? This is a new thing that's happening with different um, products. How big of a bag? Instead, instead, like the regular bag, oh. the reglo bag. Instead, I, I, I pictured a little bag. Instead of raising prices on things, companies are making smaller amounts and then charging the same because people won't freak out and not buy stuff as long as the price is the same. My Chipotle burritos have been a little too skinny. I, I don't doubt that that's a adjustment. Just think of the way that I feel like Wendy's like junior bacon cheeseburgers used to be bigger. And you're always like, how the fuck is this still a dollar and a quarter or fucking 99 cents? It's not the same. Those things all Filet got fish. smaller. Filet of fish is the size of a dime. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one bite. So these are sliders. It's it, so you don't think that's a big deal. But analysts say that by saving by making it five chips less that they're going to save $50 million over the course of a year. Think how many millions of bags of, of fucking uh, Doritos okay. that they make. So instead of yeah. it being like the bag being, um, I don't know, 3.75 ounces, they're going to be 3.25 ounces, which and it's not just that, Brido. Crest is going to a 3.8 uh, ounce tube 
from 4.1. They're going to keep the same prices. Charmin, 244 sheets instead of 264 in a package. This is just examples of packages. Yeah, we're just, we, I mean, my whole life we've paid more and got less. That's just what we do. We just, we always pay a little bit more and get a little bit less. When I moved into my apartment with you, uh, we had a maid service and then they sold the fucking building and we paid more and got less. It's just how the world is working repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And that's why people stormed the Capitol and slapped Chris Rock in the face. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And they all say, look, this is so we can still offer the customer the same great price. No, you're not. That's bullshit. You're just you're making the same amount of money. This is for you to make enormous profits and your CEOs to make enormous profits. So those aren't touched because that's what would get touched. I mean, there's stuff like um, I watched a documentary about Storm Lake, Iowa newspaper where the guy won the Pulitzer Prize for like taking on like big aggro whatever and they were like we're not going to print the tv listings in the paper anymore because it takes x amount of print no one like the the viewership is down blah blah blah. we're going to save twenty thousand dollars a year i remember them going through this because they don't they're poor right they're paper people aren't advertising people aren't buying as many papers the paper was the biggest deal in the world when i was a kid Every yeah, day yeah, you got yeah. the paper. I was a paper boy for like four years, and I yeah. deliver these massive Sunday papers that weighed like eight pounds each. Yes, yeah. And I was yeah. Stra- little Mike Burns walking around with two big news bags on me the and Sunday paper. Yeah, you could only carry so many. I could only do like one block at a time, and you yeah. bang. It was like a fucking phone book. Now yeah. I think the paper comes out. I don't know once every like three days a pay, uh, actual hard copy m live yeah. which is a conglomerate of all kinds of different towns in michigan yeah. paper randomly appears it just doesn't exist it's all digital and there's no there was no advertising budget it was just was not worth it it's very very sad i like a hard copy i think paper. I, th- I think my hometown paper went digital only in the in the documentary they were talking about news deserts where people can't get local fucking news anymore that's bizarre i mean that's my favorite thing i love the local news yeah like like if i go to a different city i love to watch the local news i love that if you go on like a pluto tv they have news i'm saying local newspaper even they can't get that because like the rest of it is all like sinclair sinclair bullshit where somebody gets paid to to say the same shit as all the other stations or whatever. Yeah. But local paper, like little kid, get two hits in Little League, get your name in the paper. Right. Like, or, or hey, dudes, everyone should know that that road that is a piece of shit. Yes. Um, they're not going to fix it. Instead, they're building a water park. And people would be like, that's how you learn. Like, what the fuck? We got to stop this. Yeah. No, there's you just. Gotta, we, the only politics that actually matters at all is your local fucking politics you can't you can be so mad about whatever the fuck with the supreme court nothing that you say or do or care about is ever going to affect ukraine or the supreme court or clarence thomas's bitch wife right none of that shit is none of none of your feelings are going to switch anything but locally locally you can do a lot correct in a small area like i live 
you can go to the city council meetings. Physically you, talk to them. Physically talk to people. You can slap go. Slap them in the face. You can slap them in the face and get awarded for it. Right. You can That's go. In my town. In my town, you can. Yeah. No, I, I I do that all the time. Don't 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 slap your city council people in the face. <laughs> but you can at least change the small little fishbowl that you live in, or make an effort yes. to. And that yes. change can happen, but on global uh, levels, you can't change. You can't make Will Smith not slap people in the face. You not, can't. Not even. You no. can't. You can't give some of my hair pills to Jada Pinkett Smith. You can't fucking, um, you know, undo Ukraine stuff. You can't go down getting. Really, I want to hear what Putin has to say. You can't do a goddamn thing about it. You can't no. get our. We can't get our government to do anything. No voting, legislature, all that Nothing. shit is complete bullshit. You can't do a goddamn thing about it. You put all the signs up you want, tweet all you want. It ain't making a goddamn bit of difference because the oligarchs oh control it all. <laughs> no. They'll just get. In, no, we're getting get into, in a. We're getting into pregame in territory. Joe Biden got fourth in Iowa and fifth in New Hampshire. They all got into a room, a smoke-filled back room, and like, oh, guys, COVID's out. Uh, Biden's the nom- Biden's the nominee, okay? And then they were like, yeah. And then he's like up there like, somebody should murder Putin. He's going to get his fucking... <laughs> I know. And I know that some people are still fans of him, and I respect that. No but one's a fan of his. There are some. No one. There are, there, no, there are some, <laughs> some people who still are. Oh. Ooh, people just don't like Trump. People just don't like Trump. I didn't talk to everybody. There, you can certainly agree that there are a percentage of the population. They did a they did a poll, a Quinnipiac poll, and it said that like he got like seventy six million votes, but apparently only like three to four people actually liked him. Three to four, (laughs) like three or four. There are some people who do, and if you do, that's fine. But I don't. Didn't do any of the things I wanted to. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. steamed at everybody. And I'm just yeah. going to play golf and watch baseball. And then I'm going to vote for The Rock. But, the Rock is but. going to be the president. And whatever that is, it's going to be like ballers. I'm going to really enjoy the presidency because, you know, he's going to be eating pain pills and banging chicks and stuff. And like, it'll just be, he'll dress like he does on ballers. That's in my head. It's going to be basically ballers. And it's, it, but the presidency. And then, what's the female? What's the female equivalent of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? Julia you, Roberts smacking Tina Fey. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be enjoyable. Rawr, can't fight. <laughs> Let's do some power news. You can use here at fifty-four minutes into the program. <laughs> We had stuff I gotta to- go in. I gotta. I gotta go in thirty minutes. Oh, we'll we'll have time. We'll have time. Okay. We're not gonna get too deep. This is the show. <laughs> <laughs> we had stuff to catch up on. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. I know. I know. Un- a lot of stuff to unpack. So I know. I'm just. I'm having. I'm having fun. I was just saying that out loud because uh, meeting Emmy winner Ryan McKee for dinner. Oh well, fancy. Hope you wear a mask. Thanks. Do you have to still? Do you still wear a mask? I don't even know. I really don't even know. I think it's like place to place. Yeah, I don't know. I have to take it. I'm taking a train. I'm taking the Amtrak this weekend. And oh, to go to Chicago? Yeah. You have to wear it on there? Yeah, great, great value, Brido. Round trip, 66 bucks. 
I just have to kick, kick back and enjoy. Think of all the. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get there for sixty six bucks in gas. There's no wow. way. Yeah, that is a really good deal. It sounds really nice too, right? It sounds like a nice yeah. trip. <laughs> so, huh? But I think I have to wear a mask, which is fine. I'm Who okay cares? with that. No, I, I think yeah. I actually prefer it. I can really zone yeah. out and just kind of sunglasses on and a mask. I'm just like a. Yeah. I'm a. I'm a like a. I just had surgery or something. You just leave me yeah, alone. Michael, you're, you're Michael Jackson. Caught a hole in it so I can drink beers out of the bar cart. All set to yeah. go. In yeah. jet ski murder news, a boater who rescued a drowning jet skier from drowning in South Carolina's uh, one of the lakes there and then shot him to death had no choice after the guy went bonkers, the victim's friend told cops. This is this story is so fucking crazed. <laughs> Some people try to help a guy and then end up having no choice, Brido, no choice. But to shoot him, Mm -hmm. quote, nothing worked. Hannah Ayers, 19 years old, said of trying to chill out Drew Morgan, 29, on the afternoon of March 15th in Lake Kiowee, Kiowee, K-E-O-W-E-E. Quote, John just had to shoot him, she said. (laughs) The stranger, John Dotson, Jr., 74, who she credited with saving her life after she and Morgan fell off a jet ski near near, uh, Fall Creek. Quote, oh, I, I just, nothing worked. Like, I love that nothing. I we, did, we had to get, we had to kill him. We, we gave him a glass of wine. We got him a pillow and a blanket, put on Golden Girls, tucked him in. He's still had going, ki- still going bonkers. Had to kill him. Had to kill him. Dotson will not be charged in Morgan's death. Ayer said Morgan got crazed and violent after Dotson, who was fishing with his wife, Deborah, 70, Spotted the pair struggling in the water and pulled them onto their pontoon. So this elderly couple is just having a nice fishing day oh my God. on their pontoon boat. Yeah, looking for people to kill. <laughs> looking for people to kill. Honey, let's go, let's go people hunting again. Quote, quote, Drew is my friend and I will mourn him as my friend, she said. But I will never understand the way he was acting that day. He's like a demon possessed his body. She added, in my eyes, there was no question that John had to shoot to protect himself and his wife. He'll be my hero for life because if it wasn't for him, I would have drowned in the water that day. So what do you think on this, Brida? Are we thinking math? Wait, wait, wait a second. Who? The guy drowning gets saved and then they had to shoot him? Yes. This, <laughs> this dude is out on a jet ski and he brought some yeah. babe with him. The, yeah. the babe falls off into the water. He falls yeah. off into the water. Yeah. They roll up on pontoon the pontoon boat, boat, boat saves and, they okay. sa- and, like, and they save him. And he goes absolute bananas. And you're going to hear more about that. Okay. But this like initially, I'm just this is like bath salts, meth type behavior. I, I, I like to, my theory is that he was totally fine. And they're just like, he <laughs> he's just, he, really, was gonna, he was going to die. He's anyway, just, so. just like Will Smith. He's just like had a moment. <laughs> like real, yes, this guy is like, yeah, it's pretty much like no lumps, like cost lost. He was going <laughs> to die. I, I save you. I get to kill you. Ayers told cops that Morgan had invited her to go jet skiing. And look at waterfalls that day. 
yeah, it sounds chill. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a TLC song about not doing that. Maybe bring some snacks and a few Diet Cokes, NBD. Come on, babe. We're just going to go for a yeah. cruise. When she met up with him, he was clearly drunk and slurring his words, the incident report says. This sounds, song, like, he should, it sounds like he deserved to be killed. I'll, t- I'll tell you what this sounds like to me. This sounds like a had a few morning beers idea. Like he woke up hungover and had a few like oh. IPAs. And you know, yeah. like you'll go hit, then you'll hit like a babe up, like something sounds. Hey, you want to go to the museum? Eh? We should go do yeah. something. Come on, babe, Deborah. Let's go for check out those waterfalls. Cause this dude's 29, she's 19. He's already creeping on it. Oh, okay. This is Freeze Vods till four in the morning. Woke <laughs> up, uh, woke up uh, too early to pee, stayed up. He's like, oh, fuck. He's still a bit drunk, but he's hungover. So he has an IPA to kind of even himself out. And he's like, I feel good. Like, I, I feel good. And he's like, what's up with that? How old is that chick? And she's like, no, I'm not too young. I'm like 19. He's uh-huh. like, you want to go look at waterfall? Yeah. She's like, and she's like, okay. He's like, fucking really? So he slams two more IPAs. Right. Maybe more. Yeah, I know exactly. You might have some fireball. Was. Maybe he threw down a few fireball shots. That sounds like the MO here. He brings it to her and he's like, come on, babe. He's like, you, I bought it for you. You don't need to be old enough. Right. And he's like, this guy's got his shit together. He owns a jet ski. It's like, yeah, would, a, would a guy with a jet ski be not cool? <laughs> Morgan began speeding on the jet ski and took a sharp turn, ejecting them both into the water. Neither of them had on life vests and Ayers said she was a poor swimmer and could barely stay above the water as the yellow jet ski circled. <laughs> Oh my god! So this dude, like, was this guy? Like, is this Kenny Powers' behavior? Yeah. So he's like, just hold on, and she's like, okay, and he's like, trust me. You want to go look at some romantic waterfalls and shit? Maybe let me see your tits, man. It'd be fucking such a nice day, baby. <laughs> That's what she's this sounds nice. like to me. She's nineteen, so she got. Oh my god! The she's, do- she's invincible. The Dotson spotted the pair drowning and rescued them. But Morgan went psycho. He said a bunch of bad words. He cusses out the old people who just saved them out of the water, then yeah. shoves the 70-year-old wife on the boat while continually streaming, screaming about how he needed to get dropped off back at his jet ski. Oh. So this guy is going bananas for his jet ski. Like, I need to go back to my jet ski. Where's my jet ski? The 19-year-old girls on the boat going, shrugging and going, kill him. Uh Uh-huh. There was snot and foam dumping out of his nose and mouth, the the shooter told investigators. That doesn't sound like a couple IPAs. Oh, my God. He's, like, so embarrassed. I mean, this guy's losing his fucking mind. He's going, you made me crash my thing. Don't do hard drugs. We just talked about it. Don't do hard drugs. Things really get nuts when Morgan went full berserker rage action and tried to choke out John and Deborah Dotson, the elderly couple, as he tried to take control of the boats, breaking the kill switch and making the boat inoperable. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, this guy just saved you guys, you and your, this chick out of the water. And you start oh trying to choke them out? I, uh, <sighs> quote, all Drew cared about was getting his jet ski back, Ayers told the coppers. Ayers star- so he's trying to beat up the two old people. The chick starts throwing blows on this guy to get him to stop beating up the old wow. people. And then, and then 
the chick shoves the psycho guy into the water, like pushes him off the pontoon. This Good guy, for her. This, this girl's a hero. This guy's back in the water now. Oh, my God. Super steamed. Yeah. The, the Dotsons again, Brido. Again, they they help him back on the boat. They get like a pole and they help this guy climb back on the boat. The guy who just tried to choke them to death. They help him back on. So immediately, one would think after being saved for the second time, you would not start to go bananas again. John Dotson fired a warning shot and then repeatedly fired one over his head and then repeatedly pistol whipped the guy. Oh, my fucking God. While he's holding on to them. After the warning shot, the guy is still trying to beat up this old man. Oh, my God. So while he's being held on to, I'm, I'm assuming by the chest of his shirt, the guy is raining down the pistol onto his head, popping caps off while he's oh. pistol whipping him. Oh, my God. I don't mean to laugh. It's, it's pretty, no, it's, I mean. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty stupid. It's, it's uh, you know, what are you going to do? The nice thing, the nice thing is that this guy doesn't have to wake up the next morning and be like, oh, my. God, I had one, two, team, too yeah, many dude. martinis. You'd be so guilty. You would feel so guilty. This, Imagine waking up from this. Yeah, and the chick telling you what you did. That we Gary, fa- what was his name? <laughs> What's his name? Drew Morgan. Drew. Drew, then you got back in the boat. <laughs> you said you fucking. That's exactly what would it be. Fucking piece of shit. You threw us off the jet ski. And then you get on the boat, you start choking out this old man. You throw his, push his wife over. And you're like 100 <laughs> years old. You broke that boat, stupid bitch. This is so. And he's like, he, he's going, oh. I forgot pistol whipped too. He's pistol whipping him. The guy, while being pistol whipped, is still trying to fuck everyone up. He's still flailing and losing his fucking mind. So Dotson finally clicked on him and put a hole in his chest. He just popped back and. <laughs> you, you heard what happened. You heard what yeah. happened. This is why people have guns for self-defense. He could have shot him a long wow. time before now. This sucks. But uh, but I'm saying at least the guy didn't have to wake up and be like, what did I do? <laughs> right. It's probably better. I think I would rather have this happen. Oh, than have to deal so, with so embarrassed. Me so embarrassed. Can we get McDonnie's so hung? <laughs> I'm going to need like a six bay. I'm so sorry. You beat up two old people yesterday. I don't remember that. You drove home. It's the giant welt on his head from being pistol whipped a hundred times. So after he gets shot. He goes, goes, so you like go out with me again? (laughs) Do this again sometime? What do you think? So can I see you again? (laughs) Do Do I date you? So do I date you? So what do you want to lock this up? Call it exclusive. <laughs> I had a real good time. <laughs> bleeding, oh, out yeah. of, bleeding out of his chest. I had a real good time. 
At first, I didn't think I was going to like him. Because on our first date, he took me on this jet ski. And then he beat up this old couple and got pistol whipped. Twice. (laughs) He beat him up twice. He beat this old couple up twice. I never saw that before. He gave me like a dozen roses and a box of chocolates for me to take him back. Jesus Christ. He got the old guy like pistol whipped him and he like beat up his old lady too. So embarrassing. Even after. What a bad first impression. After he gets shot, Deborah Dotson starts performing CPR on him, trying to save this guy for the third time today. Wow. Tries to save him after he they have to shoot this guy because he's going to kill everybody. Wow. There was a 48-hour investigation. The dude's not getting charged. It's just like, dude, that's fucking self-defense. There's video, I guess, of it. People are like, there's phone calls. They're all like, yeah, this guy just went complete bonkers. You had every right to shoot him on your boat. After they searched his white pickup truck, and they found empty cans of Mick Ultra in the front cab, weed, and a bong, some weed pipes, and a blunt, this doesn't sound like Mick no, Ultra and not, weed behavior. Mick Ultra? Even, no, he should be fine. Maybe he's just the lightest weight of all, like, drinker of all time. He had, like, four Mick, Mick Ultras and then went full homicidal I'm rage not, on some old I'm people. Not, I'm not condoning any sort of substance abuse. But if, if, like, I had a kid and they were like, and then we got a little crazy. We had Mecca Ultra and weed. I'd be like, oh, you're fine. Yeah, I could drink 24 Mick Ultras starting now and go to bed around 3.34 in the morning. You'd and be pee to- a bunch. I'd have to pee a bunch. <laughs> I, I might get a little buzzed. It just, yeah. it's, it's, I just, I was so disappointed at the end when that's what they found was some weed. There's no way. They should fire that detective. Well, I'm guessing he did the uh, whatever made him do this. He already did that drug and that's gone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ultras. It's just so it's just like that's like what's the least offensive thing? Probably like a like a lager. What's the least offensive lager? Like a Mick Ultra. (laughs) Fucking he went nuts. What'd he do? He smoked a bowl of marijuana and he drank four Mick Ultras. And then he tried to <laughs> he what he did he tried to kill old these two old people twice on their boat because they saved him and then the old guy had to shoot him. Like that's the story that's, someone has to learn. You know what? Those Mick Ultras were the girls. <laughs> that's what she's like. They're his. Yeah, they're probably hers. Because she's underage, she's like, no, no, I'll buy them once in a while, like in the summertime, I suppose. But it doesn't seem like <laughs> getting fucked up. I bet they were hers, though. Yeah, that makes sense. It does make yeah. total sense because she's nineteen. She's like, I was, I was bone sober. Because she's well, nineteen. The cops are still yeah. waiting on a toxicology report. I'm guessing that there's going to be some other things in his system, or that elderly couple went people hunting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to save these other stories for uh, for Saturday because we're running over time. Let's do some power tube. As per- previously mentioned, uh, for President uh, Rock, was just going to be like ballers. I've started ballers over. That's what I'm doing um, with wow. my life. 
Uh, also, Curb. I'm watching Curb season seven. I'm going backwards, starting wow. on season seven. Because I was watch. I usually watch Seinfeld before bed. I watch a couple Seinfelds to wind down. Yeah, and I've seen them all way too much because they're sure, on Netflix. Sure, sure. I just so I'm going over to Curb, and it's been very enjoyable. Oh, I love Curb. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. I think, I, I think I've seen every episode of Curb. I did try to watch that Wes Anderson movie. What's it called? The French Connection. The, the French Dispatch. I really enjoyed that one. I, it was. I really enjoyed it for like an hour. It was good, and then I got bored. I just got. But they bored. but they switched but they switched stories. I didn't like whatever story it was on, and okay. I, I think I just have a bad attention span now. I think it's just it's reached deep stages that I cannot fix it. My attention span will just not allow me to watch something that's not really cranked up and in my face. It's very, very, okay. very, very sad. Also, the problem with living alone is you can just turn off shit whenever and watch some crap you want to watch. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, there's no compromise TV. I'll watch the end of that movie like a week from now or two weeks when I get the urge to or never. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a little enjoyable but when yeah, it's like right. it's like twelve thirty at night, and I'm like, okay, I got like another half hour of TV. I'm like, I'm not watching this shit. This is, what the fuck's even happening here? <laughs> and I switch over to Ballers and like, hey, da, 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 and it makes me feel good. And then, um, you know, well, sure, yeah. What are you watching, Brado? Man, so I don't think that I talked about Winning Time on here before. Oh, it's fabulous, but. I'm going to go eat at a restaurant tonight that's in my neighborhood where where uh, Jerry West – is it Jerry West? No, where uh, fucking Jerry Buss eats with Red Auerbach that's in my neighborhood. And then where he eats with Jerry Tarkanian is Takes where you had a bad set and almost fought a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost drug someone out of his, uh, his uh, convertible Mercedes. <laughs> Yeah, not a proud uh, moment, yeah. but that guy had it coming, Brido. That guy was talking yeah. shit. He wouldn't yeah. stop talking shit, and he, I needed him to know that I meant business. Yeah, he's like, "What are you playing, GI Jane?" <laughs> I do love that that um, Lakers program. Winning time is but, so good. It's a, it's but, everything but, I want. But, it's everything I yeah. want. It's like cool. Boogie Nights type stuff going on, and the yes. the filters yes. are great. And Jerry Buss yes. is so cool and likes to party. Yeah. There's yeah. nude, there's nudity and like debaucherous stuff going on, and it's sports. It's just everything to me. It's so good. It's one mm-hmm. of those things. I'm glad HBO makes it come out on weekly basis because otherwise I would have watched this thing immediately, and I would just it just be gone. There's something to be said about the things being trickled out because. Every what does it come out Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, I'm pumped. There's a new thing, and I see the new winning time, and that's just yeah. my time. And I put my phone down, and I really watch it. If it was like if I'm binging it, I'd probably be dicking around on my phone, watch part of this, not really fucking uh, digest all of it. But it's great, and I watch them all twice because I like them so much. I watch them Sunday. I probably had some Sunday drinks, and then it's late at night. And I get, uh, it's like I don't retain the information. So then on Monday night, I watch it again with a clear head and really enjoy. Also, Coda, I know it won Best Picture, but that is a truly wonderful experience. Is it good? It's I've no, really good. Zero idea. 
um, if it's good, what it's on or what uh, or that it's it won an, best picture. Zero idea what it's about. Apple, that's an Apple Plus. It's a five dollar subscription. I watched a trailer for a four-part Magic Johnson documentary coming out April twenty-second. That couldn't come faster. Uh, like like a like me when I was seventeen couldn't couldn't fish. Well, I, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait for that then because I don't have Apple TV Plus anymore. I had it free with my uh, phone that I bought, and then it went away. Yeah. I've also gotten rid of Hulu, and I've already canceled Netflix. Netflix will be twenty twenty dollars. I don't want to pay twenty dollars. That's what I'm saying. It's a shitload. Yeah, it's all that stuff is too much. Yeah, I don't watch anything on on Netflix because I don't trust their movies. They're, yeah. they're all kind of half either. ass. They all they're never they're all just kind of meh. They're not like a fucking real movie. And right. I have like a little rinky dink cable and HBO Max. That's enough for me. And when something, HBO, yeah. and when something comes out like that Magic Johnson thing that I think is totally worth six bucks, I get Apple Plus and I'll watch that Coda thing and that, and I just I I get the subscription, I pay for it, and then I cancel it immediately so that it ends after thirty days. It's perfect, and then I don't even have to worry about it because otherwise I keep sending you shit, just like every other subscription based thing, and you forget. Just cancel it yeah. right away. Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week is Methamphetamine by Sunvolt off of 2007's The Search. Uh, one of my favorite bands of all time. And I thought it was apropos, given that uh, I'm assuming that Boat Guy was uh, having a downfall, along with uh, Will Smith, I suppose. I'd like to hear, I'd like Will Smith to come out and say, like, I got some massive problem with, uh, I'm a crackhead. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, it's fun. Then everybody, then everybody root for him. And I, I still, I'm still waiting for that shoe to drop. That I'm going into rehab, or that I have some serious, I have anger issues, and I have to go to anger management courses or something. There's got to be something that's gonna drop. There's gonna be a movie where he's in anger management, and his <laughs> and his instructor is fucking Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. It's Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Just to kick man. Chris Rock in the nuts is Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and Kevin Hart. Um, I I chose the song "Bang Bang" by Monophonics. Now, wife has been listening to Black Keys Pandora because every, every time I'd be like, "What is what is this? This is awesome!" And she's like, "Black Keys Pandora." You know, and on the Pandora, they never really play. The, so whatever you think about the Black Keys, they hardly ever play the Black Keys. Right. But the song "Bang Bang," I first was familiar with it from Kill Bill. Probably it was a Nancy Sinatra's version. It's one of my favorite Stevie Wonder songs. He also does it. But Monophonics, they really like, you know, whatever whiskey-soaked blues it up, as they say. Like, and it's pretty fucking great. I will give it a peek. Bang, bang, you say. Bang, bang by Monophonics. Who's on the honk program this week, Braddo? Ron Babcock found him. Oh, Ronnie. <laughs> Scotty Landis, uh, Monica Nevy, she's out of Seattle, uh, Lizzie Cooperman, and Kimberly Clark. That's a great lineup, Braddo. Thank you. Yeah, that's very, very good. Appreciate you being on the show today, Braddo. Always do. Thanks for having me. Always do. Glad to have you back. This was a more conversational episode. I enjoyed it. Well, we had a lot of big big news. A lot of big dumb crime. I mean, hell. Hey, we we, we gave a little crime kicker in there, but sometimes it's just fun to chit-chat. 
Got to yeah. take the edge off. Everything can't be balls to the wall at all times. Had Pist- to entertain the parents. They were in town. Did some did some things. They've mostly seen. I've lived in L.A. for 15 years. They've mostly seen everything at this point. That's about all there is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, folks. That's all we got. We'll yeah. see some of you on Saturday in Chicago and the rest of you next Thursday for another exciting episode of Power Moves. Great looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. There's all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove, all American dudes, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove, just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.